check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It's live on the air. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We're back after a week off. Round four of the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Series is picking up this weekend in High Point. Not far from Morgantown, West Virginia, headquarters of the Racer X. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question about High Point, about the National Series in general, about MXGP, anything, you just want to talk moto, 702-586-PULP is the number. And uh, we got a few lines still open. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. I guess I said that for the third time. Um, hey, so we're going to have Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross and Dan Truman from Get and Athena on to uh, also talk. And we are giving away a set of Fly Raisin XC Patrol gear. This is their cross-country line of gear. It's a little heavier than their normal stuff. It uh, lasts a little while. It's black. Um, it's uh, a little more durable for the woods and trees and sticks and whatever. Different temperatures you, you come across for you off-road riders. And uh, so thanks again. I'm not saying thank you anymore. Forget it. I'm not doing it. Flyracing.com. Blake Baggett, Weston Pike, Zach Osborne, who's, who's now out for the year, all wearing Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web for whatever you need uh, for your bike, for your body. they got a lot of hard parts as well. You'd be surprised at all the stuff that uh, Fly Racing has under their website, mountain bike stuff as well, which reminds me I need to get going on mine. Um, also, too, Max's Tires, MXST Tire. Being uh, debuted at Mammoth, which is this weekend, I believe. Uh, the King, Jeremy McGrath, uses Maxxis. You know that Maxxis delivers the best tires for your bike, but did you know that Maxxis also offers high-quality tires for your car, your light truck, your trailer, your ATV, mountain bike, and more? Maxxis tires will let you hook up, pull the whole shot, and beat the competition any terrain or conditions. Maxxis.com, M-A-X-S-I-S.com. Uh, Pro Taper as well, uh, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky, all running Pro Taper drive and control components from Bradshaw back in the day to Anderson now, the 450 champion, 450 Supercross champion. ProTaper.com is the name you can depend on for quality products. And get, get, get. Uh, it's a works part for your production machine. It's not a horn like Alex, Mar- Alex, Alex Ray has been saying. Uh, the two-stroke ignitions are sold out. They're back in stock now. Uh, Athena as well. Uh, please check them out. Get products. Barsha, Ray, uh, Cooper Webb, when he comes back, they run Get as well as seemingly every team in Europe. Uh, with me on uh, to take your calls, talk about uh, High Point a little bit. He's the producer of the show. D. Tits Ledger. Tits, what's up? Hi, Steve. Do you know? Do you know what that sound is? It's a can of a that ice is the cold sound Red Bull of an ice cold open. Red Bull for twenty. 20- 
10 or whatever year it was that you started a long time ago. <laughs> is Eli Tomac going to win both motos again this weekend and keep the streak going? Yes. Really? Marv's, yeah. Marv's good at this place. Mm. Marv's really good. Then no. Okay. I changed my mind. Okay, I'm, I'm just out. saying. Yeah. He's, no, he's not going to do it. And uh, and with Osborne's injury, yeah, who wins this 250 motocross championship? The whole championship. Can I pick Adam Cincerello? No. No? He's okay. out. Okay, he's out. Um, you you are super cross only. You are super cross only. <laughs> I knew that AC was out. No, you Wait, didn't. No, no I, you didn't. On, you are super on. cross that's only. Why, that's why I said can I instead of just saying, you know, choosing a guy. Um, I don't know. I can't even remember who's in the 250 See? class. Yeah. You're super cross only, bro. Just, uh, just embrace it. <laughs> Okay, fine. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Uh, We're going to get Michael Antonovich from uh, Transworld on the line. Uh, Lots of things to talk about. Justin Hill has been moved up to 450s now. Phil Nicoletti has left JGR and gone to fill in at the Rockstar Husky team. All right, so that's something big. Traders Yamaha uh, making their debut at uh, High Point. Resland is going to ride a 250. Uh, Nick Gaines will be in the 450 class. Matt Bichelia will be back riding a tie loop Honda in the 450 class. Keith Harrison and Ben LeMay are on some new team uh, riding Hondas in the 450 class. So Harrison will be there. Uh, Mitchell Harrison will be back. Dylan Ferrandis is back on Star Yamaha. Um, did I miss anything? No, I might have covered it all. It, it, there's a lot of things going on for High Point this weekend. A lot of things happening. So please uh, check out um, the the qualifying and before you make your fantasy picks on Publix Fantasy because there are some guys uh, that are making debut, riding different classes and everything else. It makes for an exciting uh, High Point, um, I think. And it's always a good track to be in. I think it's the national that I've gone to the most out of uh, out of all of them, uh, just I don't know if I've ever missed a high point since 1996, for real. So maybe maybe one in there, but that's about it. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We are giving away a set of Fly Racing Patrol XC gear, and uh, you'll you'll love it. Like all things fly, um, we don't want to just give this away to a random guy though. So if you're an off roader, tell us what bike you have. Maybe tell us where you like to ride your off road bike. We'll give you this gear. It's that simple. We don't want to just give it to a moto guy because it's specifically designed for a cross-country guys and uh, an off-roader. So uh, without further ado, let's get to our first guest. He is uh, online editor at Transworld Motocross Magazine, Michael Antonovich. What's up, Anton? How are you? What's going on? How you been? I'm good, man. Did you get to go to the 2019 Kawasaki KX450 launch? I did not. I have a, a week full of Huskies next week, so yep. I'm trying to save myself for that. You are uh, you're going to Florida for the debuts of yep. the the Husky. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd oh, yeah. be fun. Leave on Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday down there. I think Chris Kiefer's going too. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's uh, it's a that's a big ordeal for an OEM to do that for everybody, huh? Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's their global launch, so it's everybody. Oh, wow. Oh, really? All the European oh, media geez. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we got a lot to talk about, Anton, when it comes to High Point, because uh, I don't know if you heard me, but all those changes that are happening. Bichelia is in 450s. Heath Harrison is in 450s. LeMay's and Harrison are on a new team. Uh, Phil's with Rockstar Husky. Uh, Justin Hill's in 450s. Nick Gaines is riding 450s. Reslin's back. He's going to ride 250s. There's a ton of shit to talk about, but right off the bat, uh, Marvin is really good at this track, um, generally speaking. Uh, but does Eli Tomac keep going? Does the streak keep going, Anton? I would have to say, yeah. I think 
momentum's on Eli's side right now. It'd be hard for him to break that, mm-hmm. especially how comfortable he is and the way that he's winning. Um, I'm, I have this feeling that a couple weeks ago, like at Glen Helen, that something was up with Marvin because uh, his whole neck was taped up with that kinesiology tape, mm-hmm. and Sal- or Thunder Valley wasn't that great for him. It was good, no, it, but it yeah. wasn't like he was ever no. really in the mix. Nope. So I don't know if maybe there is something wrong and another week off helped him fix that or what, but I, I kind of think right now it's hard to bet against Eli at any track, no matter where it is. Yeah, and of course, of course Anderson's out. and uh, and So who's going to be the first guy to beat him, Roxanne or Marv? What do you think? Baggett? Uh, probably Baggett. You think? Yeah? Baggett or Roxanne? Yeah. Are you surprised by it? Because uh, this is – Go ahead. This is like the time of year where Baggett really starts coming on. Mm-hmm. We're on those like East Coast hot tracks, super humid weather, and this is when he kind of finds that like 20-minute mark of intensity to ratchet up. Mm-hmm. And Kenny's been building so much in the last few weeks that I think it's kind of inevitable. I think Blake's problem is he hasn't been in the mix from the start. Yeah, uh, He's been coming on late, whereas Kenny's been up there and just hasn't close the deal out yet so it's yep. going to be one of those two guys they just have to have everything fall together yeah if there's one thing that tomac's not been great at he's been good not great though is his starts you know yeah um they're, they're, they've been fine he's been obviously been able to work through and they just haven't been amazing so um yeah, yeah and I, I think that's the big thing because right when like that 15 20 minute mark comes around that's when he's finally in the mix mm-hmm. because otherwise if he was getting a start i think it'd be Pretty boring races right now. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, let's get to uh, Mike's got a good question. Mike, what's happening? What's your question? Hey, just wondering if we'll see Tolmac on that nineteen four fifty uh, towards the end of nationals. I don't then, think so. I, I don't do you think we see him struggle at the start of Supercross like he did when he originally went to Cali from Honda. Right, yeah, with the new bike and everything. Uh, maybe there could be something to do with the bike. Um, you know, it's all new. You see that time and time again. But, Anton, I wouldn't be – I would be shocked to see the 19 with Tomek under under him at any point this year. Do you agree? Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. When they did it with RV uh, a couple years ago, what was that, 12? Yeah. It was for 11. He was struggling already with that other bike that he wanted the new one. But I think that Eli is so dialed in, and he's he's told all of us in the media, like, how good they have the setup right now. As great as this new 250 or 450F sounds, uh, everything I've heard about it from yesterday is better than this year's bike, than the 2018. But uh, I don't think that the team's ready to throw away everything that they've worked for the last few years to try something new at this point in the season, especially when they have such a a good lead in the championship. Right. And here's how it's going to play out, Mike, for next year's Supercross. So they got the new bike. They'll be testing it. Everything will be great. Everything will be amazing. Uh, Eli may not win right off the bat. And then at some point at round three or four, he's going to say, ah, it's a new bike. We're still getting used to it. Yeah. Th- that, same old thing. Yeah, exactly. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Steve. Uh, don't you agree? Anton, we'll, we'll hear about it. It'll be... Yeah. At some point, maybe Monster Cup when he races, if he races it there or something, it'll take a little bit of an adjustment period to get through that. Um, I know that they've already started testing some things on it, but I don't know that it's that far enough ahead that they could just turn key and give it to him and see if he's solid at A1. Um, Our buddy, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, um, how surprised were you with that move? I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere, but I I, I get it, you know, in talking to Phil and talking to his agent and talking to the team. uh, I get it, but I was pretty surprised. What about you? Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty surprised by it when we when we were at Thunder Valley. I talked to Phil and I asked, like, "Hey, is in 
are you any closer to something staying on for the rest of the summer here or what? Yeah. Like, no, but I have something in the works. And I was like, oh, okay. But for it to be that, I was pretty surprised. I think had Jason not have gotten hurt, that wouldn't have happened at all. Yeah. Uh, I think Phil would have just been parked for the summer after Vogel comes back eventually, which is unfortunate considering how good he is in the championship. But this is a really good move by Husqvarna. Uh, Do you think he does any better? What do you think? I mean, he's gotten some starts. But basically speaking, he's kind of the last of the fast group of guys. Um, you know, some crashes, some some bike issues. He had a shock issue and this and that. But do you think he gets any better? I think now that he doesn't have to worry about that shock issue, he'll be fine. Um, I think that, that was a pretty big setback through those first three rounds. And mm-hmm. who knows how much he could have progressed. But with the exception of, like, Eli Marvin, Ken, Bag at Barsha, and then you kind of drop down, and there's Pike and Phil. There's a, and Bloss. a big jump to yep. make. Yep. And Bloss, yeah. Yep. It's not like he's just going to automatically become like a race winning guy. Mm-hmm. Could he get a podium at some point this summer in a moto? Oh, of course. Yeah. But uh, I don't think we're going to see this like massive turnaround yeah. the first day on the bike. All the bikes are pretty good. There's no doubt. But I, I got to think the Husky's a little bit better bike than the RMZ. It seemingly is, you know, uh, as a production start and everything else. Yeah. And then. In addition to that, they know what they're doing with it. They've tested it so long. They've had so much with it. Where you know, when that interview Phil did with you got with Racer X and with Transworld, he said both times like they were kind of a little bit behind the ball when it came to testing. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're still chasing some things. Where Husky's just going to give them a setup that's going to work either for Dean or work for Jason and work his way from there. Right. You think we see Anderson back at some point? It sounds like it, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. I think with. Um, I think with him just wanting to go to the nations that bad, he needs to. He wants to be out there, and I don't think he just wants to set idle all summer like this. I think he'd get pretty bored of it pretty quick. I, yep. you know, and he has a lot to prove. Um, if you watch that Swap Moto Live that Don did with him last week that we put on Transworld, sorry mm-hmm. for the plug. No, but Jason said like this: this summer was going to be a building summer. He knows that he wasn't going to be a championship contender, but he wanted a battle for wins uh-huh. for the first time outdoors, and he wanted to learn how to be a 450 championship contender for 2019. Uh, it's unfortunate that he's out, but doesn't say that he can't come back for those last three or four and yeah. get a little bit more experience for next year. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you want to talk about uh, High Point this coming weekend, or really uh, any of the nationals so far, give us a call. Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross is uh, is on the line. Um, Justin Hill, very interesting. How do you think he does? Top ten, um, I would imagine, just because of actually being enthusiastic. Like he's happy to ride and race all the time, but I think now that he actually has something he wants to do instead of really fighting that bike the whole time uh, through those first three races, especially, you know, Glen Helen is a hard track to be down on power on, and then Thunder Valley is even harder. So I think he kind of wants to prove to people again the same way he did at Tampa, like, hey, yeah, I'm for real when I want to ride the 450. So, yeah, top 10 guy. Yeah, I mean, do you think he – does he beat Phil and Pike and Bloss? Is he in that mix? Can he run with them? He's for probably 30? in that. He's yep. in that. He's in that mix, maybe. But I don't think he beats them. Yep. But he dices it up with those guys for sure. It's it's the balls in his court a little bit, huh? Like uh, he's asked for this. He wanted it. His results. They, ha- you know, on Twitter and stuff, I get tweets about him just being garbage. He hasn't been garbage in two fifties. No, he, he's been no, and I think okay. Yeah, he's been okay, and it's he's on the you know, and and anybody at Suzuki will tell you it's the most dated platform. You know, and, and all the stuff that 
Yoshimura and JGR and Suzuki have to do to that bike just to get it competitive, it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy. And I think the other problem with that is, too, they're just it's such a narrow thing. They can't really – it's either going to be really great, but it's not going to be great everywhere. And I think they're, they're still trying to figure out, like, we can either make it super reliable or we can make it super quick. We can't find both right now. <laughs> you, you have to pick. You, you pick. You have to pick right. because think about how many times in the last two years we've watched – you know, last year, for example, where we just watched the bike just waiting there with Cunningham, just not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's it's lacking a little bit there. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested to see the team said selected rounds only for Justin, which I would assume means when Bogle's not there or if Pike gets hurt. Is that what you mean? Do you think he'll ever have three bikes on the track? Have you clarified this with anybody? I haven't talked to anybody about it. Uh, kind of not good feet on the ground journalism by my part. Well, neither have I, I though, think so, like, yeah, don't worry about it. But I think, like, with Bogle, I don't know when he's coming back. Like, I, it's, there was thing sounds that I like Redbud. Okay. Yeah, and he said he wanted to be back when he was top five feet, which I think that a lot of people kind of scoffed at that and thought that that was unrealistic. But, I mean, the guy won a moto last year twice, won an overall. Won an overall. He's, he's got the pace to run with guys. And so I think he doesn't want to waste his shot because he knows he needs a ride for next year somewhere be it there or somewhere else. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they just went three guys. I really wouldn't. Just oh, okay. because yeah. it, it, there's no point in dropping him back down if he gets yeah. some good he, finishes and making him struggle again and then killing all the momentum and enthusiasm yeah. that Justin's going to build. You know how mad Phil will be if there's three guys underneath that tent? Oh, yeah. Furious. <laughs> He's going to be so pissed at, at J-Bone and Coy and JGR because that was always his thing. Like They're just like, we can't put three bikes on. We can't do it, Phil. So, um, well, And I could see like if it was three bikes in the 450 plus two bikes in the 250, yep. but they're just kind of moving everything over one. Right. So I kind of – I can see where JGR would be like, whoa, 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 about five bikes, just three over here and yeah. one over there. The total number of bikes, Phil, has stayed the same. It's still the same. It's just one number has changed. Uh, you think that'll go over well with him? No, not at all. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Get, Pro Taper, and Maxis, uh, all on board with us. And uh, and you too, 702-586-7857. We are giving away a set of Fly Racing XC Patrol gear to uh, an off-roader guy who calls in and uh, – you know, tells us about uh, where he off road, where he rides, and uh, what bike he rides, and everything else. So this stuff is uh, is their uh, XC off road stuff, and it's uh, it's fantastic. I'm getting a note. It's good stuff. I'm getting oh, there we go. I'm, I, I'm getting a note from my, uh, Micah Kaiden on Twitter that Bichelli is not start not starting until Tennessee, which I did not know. So maybe that'll be oh, okay. yeah. So maybe that'll be uh, Tennessee for Bichelli. Um Nick Gaines is going to jump in 450s. What are we thinking? I mean, how, I mean, is he going to run? I mean, look, this class is is open right now. Yeah, Dylan Merriam is actually killing it. Jake Masterpool's been doing great. This is privateer heaven for these guys. Kate Otten, right? Um, can Nick Gaines run that area ish? Yeah, he'll be in the mix with like the Lemay, Merriam, like group mm-hmm. right in there. Uh, I think just because he's. His, he's never had a full, consistent year to go figure out what's happening. So to just kind of get dropped in this year of all times is just even more perplexing of where he's going to finish. I mean, he'll be like, really expecting the top 15 no matter what. It's mm-hmm. just depending on where he's going to slot into there from, like, 8th to 15th. Yeah. Yeah, man, how about this? Mar- I mean, because it's oh, 
Go ahead. Dude, it's great for Miriam. That was what I was going to mention. Yeah. Like, for that guy to just kind of be on the cusp of doing well the last two years and to put these finishes in the last the first three weeks has been huge. Um, I, it's really caught me off guard because when we were leaving Colorado, I didn't know how he finished. I just knew I kept seeing him up near the front. Yeah. But I had no idea that he top 10 until I looked at the results. Yeah, he's been great, man. Fly Racing's own, Dylan Merriam. Um, and look, the class is weak. There's no doubt. There's a lot of injuries. But you still got to go out and do it. You still got to ride two 30-minute motos, you know? And this is, and that's the great thing about when these years happen. Because what was it, 08, the year Langston won the title, and or whatever year that was, and, like, Gavin Grasick was killing it. And there was all these guys that just mm-hmm. popped up. Yep. And it was cool stories because, yeah, the, the big-name guys are gone. But if you're a diehard fan or you're a guy like me or you that needs a story, there's your story. It's built right there. You know, you want to see what this guy's deal is. How is he getting to all these races and mixing it up on a mostly stock bike most of the time? Mm-hmm. It uh, it does. It, it, it is a cool story. And, you know, always, it always seems like there's somebody like Jesse Wentland did some stuff one yeah. summer. Uh, Cole Thompson was, was good for a few races. Like, it, it's fine for these guys. It, it's awesome. Uh, and Henry Miller last year, late last year. Was absolutely killing uh-huh. it, you know. I, I think that uh, that's a cool thing for 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 all the riders involved, and and the fans and people on Twitter can be, you know, talking about how weak the class is. But you know what? Who cares? It is what it is. We got to cover who who shows up, you know. If you're a guy like Miriam or Brandon Shar or, or whoever, if you're in that category of like privateer guy, go to every race. This is like you said, your chance to make a huge impact, and don't just think about like, oh yeah, I'm getting you know, 12th tier and 15th tier and whatever, you need to build all that stuff now. So when you go to talk to sponsors about 2019, you can actually show them this is the best chance you've ever had to get top 15 results. You better go do it now because yeah. it, you're not probably going to have this opportunity again. Uh, Benny Bloss has been really good. He's probably the surprise of the series so far outside of Merriam and these guys. Uh, Benny's been great. He's been passing Pike and passing Phil and running up. He wasn't far off Marvin at Lakewood. Man, this guy's been really good, Anton. Yeah, and I think it's good to see because, I mean, that, that first year where he was on the 450, you know, I think we were all kind of like, ooh, ooh, is this kid for real? Yeah. And then last year was a wash with shoulder injuries. But, yeah, he's, he's legit outdoors. It's fun to watch, too, especially because of how big he is. It's like, oh, yeah. wow, he's, he's crushing because his style is so different than anybody else's. You know, with all the guys up for contracts next year, basically almost everybody but the big guys are up for deals. Mm-hmm. That spot, you would think, uh, you know, Forrest Butler, the owner, could could get a real big name for that spot. But, man, if Benny keeps this up, he'll just keep him. Yeah, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah, kind of, right? I mean, just because he's not going to be that much money, and you already know him, and you like him, and you like his family, and so why not just keep him? Yeah, because then that's the other thing, too. As we mentioned about the Eli bike, it's the same thing for teams when they switch riders, and you have to learn that whole dynamic all over again. So, yeah, I think if you find something that works in this instance, you just kind of stick with it, especially if it's not an expensive or really tedious option. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been surprisingly good. You know, he hasn't just been, yeah. he's been moving forward, passing dudes, getting good starts and everything, so... Yeah. Like when they did the rider intros for the first motos at, at Thunder Valley a few weeks ago, I thought that, like, Bidas made a mistake. Like, oh, man, we forgot to say Benny's name. We got to put him up here near the top. And I'm like, oh, wow, no, he did. He really did that well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and by the way, he's not even a, he's not an all-star yet in Pulpamex Fantasy, everybody. So he's still worth double points. Keep an eye on that. Um, 
Publix Fantasy Talk, Anton. I'm getting it in there, all right? Um, yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hey, so moving to 250s. Osborne's out, shoulder surgery out for the year. Bummer for him. Um, he had a, he had crashed in the first turn at Lakewood. He had put himself down some points. Honestly, I, I was so impressed with Plessinger at Glen Helen, but Anton, I wouldn't be surprised if the number six holds on to this red plate the whole the rest of the year. I really wouldn't. Yeah, because he's the only guy in the field that knows how to do it. Um, kind of, right? Got a, I mean, he's the only guy in the class that's done it before that's still there. Uh, I totally think that he could, especially with how happy they are with that bike now. Mm-hmm. They're really, really pleased with it. I think that Thunder Valley was kind of a wash for Aaron. Um, when I talked to him after the race, he really doesn't like the elevation. I think it just zapped him more than maybe yeah. other people or uh-huh. more than he expected. But now we're going to these East Coast tracks. I mean, I think that there's a lot of rain in the forecast. The last I looked for maybe the next two, so uh-huh. that could really work into his favor. Yeah. You know, maybe having these flat car tracks that he's really good at but between jeremy alex and and aaron even though zach's gone there's still a lot of interesting things that could happen any weekend yeah savachi's got to get better right i mean obviously look he was half a lap away from winning the first moto at lakewood he loves that place um but other than that he's just been okay i gotta think Mm -hmm. he can pull off some wins before the end of the year and he has to you like you have to end your career your 250 career at least with something. Um, I don't know how close they are to getting that deal for next year, wherever he's going, but mm-hmm. he really needs all the results he can right now just to, to have something to talk about. Yeah, I, I feel like he's going to be on that spot with Josh Grant. I just, I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah, I do too. So, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how much motivation it is. To, I mean, you want to win, you want to make money, you want to get points and all that. I mean, his shot of the championship is pretty much gone, but, you know, he, he can win races from here on out. So, um. Yeah, I like. I mean, Aaron's going to win some more, and he may win. He may win the title. I'm not saying he can't, but God, but Mar- yeah, Martin's totally. Ge- yeah. Yeah, Jeremy's a tough one to bet against. He really is. Um. Yeah. What else has been impressing you in 250s? Um. Anything else I missed? I mean, Justin Cooper, I guess. Justin Cooper's been great. I think that was a big surprise for all of us. Uh, I mean, we all hear how you know the kids were good. He's this. He's that. And I don't think he got to show what he was going to be able to do in Supercross. You know, he got knocked out the second round. And then that was a great ride. Uh, he's going to have to learn some tracks and stuff like that as, as the series goes on. But, I mean, clearly he's picked up the the routine. I mean, limited practice in the morning and then go win a moto. But, yeah, I think it could get better as the series hits the East Coast and maybe some, some places he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the rest of it goes, Lopes has been surprising, just considering how yep. rushed together that deal was. I'm watching that kid ride a milestone and Paul and stuff like that all the time. He's quick, you know, and then just to be told from going amateur, just no last summer to wrap it up like a guy like Marchbanks didn't yep. get to do either. But, you know, most guys get some time to plan and then we'll go pro later. He just got told, you're getting on this bike, here you go. Yeah, He's yeah. been pretty solid. Um, I can't really – think of too much else other than that it's going to be interesting to see how guys like McAdoo do when they come back yeah I think I think he's back this weekend yeah this weekend he's back yeah, yeah. Miranda's is back yeah um, but there's guys like Cameron that have to get some results in because a lot of these young kids are at the end of their contracts with certain with current teams yeah like who knows what happens with like Moseman and uh Moseman and Mitchell Harrison yeah, and Harrison next year with Covington coming over because I would think Jordan Bailey keeps that spot. Yep. 
and then Covington gets the other spot. So there's 250 guys that have a lot on the line right now, and teams like PC and Geico Honda and Star already have long-term contracts for most of those spots already in place. Yeah, I was talking to someone from Geico this week, and I mean, Jet Lawrence is uh, Hunter Lawrence is coming. You know, yeah, he's um, coming. Yeah, Hamstrider's uh, in there again. Yep, Jeremy's in there again. Craig, you know, there. I mean, you would yeah, think Christian. There's not a lot of yeah places to go. Um. Yeah, it was. It's interesting because I, I wasn't sure what exactly what was going on with Hunter's poor MXGP year, but I kind of got to explain to me a little bit about what's going on. It's not a full HRC effort, so bike hasn't been no, great. No, I mean the uh, bike's kind of like a. It looks like it's a. It's kind of put together from a couple different things. There's really nice stuff in some regards, and there's some stuff that's stock in other ways. And yeah, maybe that's by choice or just by budget. But yeah, that deal didn't come together until kind of the last minute. 702-586-7857. Give us a call here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Pro Taper and Get. And Maxis, uh, Bob is on the line. Bob, what's happening? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. So you're an off-road rider. Yeah, we ride. So we're in southwest Colorado. We ride New Mexico desert in the in the wintertime and the oh, Rocky Mountain shit. single track in the summer. And right now, all of our trails are on fire. Oh, yeah. I you guys have seen yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I heard. I saw, oh, I saw that. We yeah. have a trail system just north of town where about three-quarters of it is, is gone now. Oh, man. And they've been contesting it and trying to get motorcycles out of there for a long time. And it probably will be the last time we ever get a ride it because they're probably not going to let let us back in there anymore. What? Uh, how far are Did you from the motorcycle? Tra- start that fire? Sorry, yeah. Steve. Negative. The train started the fire, and there's there's a lot of politics involved because the train brings a lot of revenue, and they're not copping to it. So oh, boy. yeah, it's kind of a it's pretty ugly. And I think they're at twenty four thousand acres right now, and it's just it's we're in a big drought, and uh, it's pretty ugly, man. So um, we lost one of the best Southwest. Trail systems we've got. What? Uh, how far are you from the Tomax? Uh, they're in Cortez, so we're like forty miles or so. Oh, okay. We see Eli around town and drink us sometimes. Oh, do you? Oh, cool. Well, listen, yeah. uh, Anton's Anton's used this uh, Fly XC Patrol gear, so we're going to end up okay. uh, g- giving it to you, Anton. You love this stuff, right? That's good. Yeah, it's really good stuff. If you uh, come to summer camp again for Fly this year. Uh, Maybe you'll get to do it if you ride the, if you do the trail ride. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Go. Uh, all right, Bob. We we'll get st- Steve out on the trails, huh? Uh, I'm moto only, Bob. I'm motocross <laughs> only. So, um, oh, come on, come on down to Drango. We'll we'll take you out on a on a fun trip. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think that you probably you probably shouldn't go in the woods after all the shit talking you've done about GNCC and off road riding over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve, I, come on down. The we'll, career killer. We'll destroy you out there. Yeah, yeah listen, I did two GNCCs, okay, and I got a plaque for one of them. I was so good. Um, so I know Hell how yeah. to ride off road. Listen, Bob. You still got it. Yeah, I do. Stay on hold. Uh, Tiss will get your information. And thanks for listening to the show, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bob wins the Fly Racing XE Patrol stuff. Yeah, we don't want to give it to just anybody, Anton. You know, you got to actually have an offer. No, no, no. Yeah, like, you got to have use. Yeah, know what you're doing out there. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, all right, so as we talked about, you touched on, Anton, Dylan Ferrandis is back for the Star Yamaha guys. Uh, when we last saw this guy, he was very fast. He won a moto at Glen Helen last year. Uh, you know, he's got lots of MXGP experience. We're, I mean, okay, maybe not high point, Anton, but can he win motos again against these guys? Yeah, probably late in the year, maybe Washougal. 
But it's going to be interesting to see because I haven't talked to DV the same way you have. But, you know, has he been able to really stay physical and all that stuff? Because I don't know how much time he's had on the bike since coming back. It'll, it'll take some time for him to to build back up considering how all the other guys he's racing against have been racing all summer. But, yeah, a track like Washougal is kind of technical that suits a guy like him might be yeah. where it happens. Or even Adela. You know the whole Euro thing. Yeah, I mean, dude, he he weeded himself in Supercross, so he's he's had a long yeah. road back. Yeah, nothing. And then with all the momentum he was building into last year when he broke his wrist at Butts Creek, I mean, it's kind of inevitable when he was going to win then. So he's got it in him. It's just going to be not having setbacks like the way he has. Yeah. Um, what does that team do for next year? Early, early silly season talk. Dylan re-upped with them. Aaron's going to ride at least Supercross on a 250, I gather. Um, Cooper will be Nichols in there. Is back. Oh, Nichols, yeah, that's right. When's he coming yep. back national-wise? I don't know. I okay. really don't. I think that he was a little concerned about how that other one got hurt, but he's been riding, so I would think maybe he comes in around Redbud, too. Maybe him and Bull will yep. come back around the same time. But yeah, I think that Really, for the most part, they're kind of full. Yeah, it sounds so. Okay, yeah, that's, four, that's four guys. Yep, and it sounds like Peyton is uh, going to rehire Marty and Marchbanks and AC and Forkner. So he's full. So he's full. And we talk- and like we said, Geico's full. Yep. Uh, the, the only two things that are you're kind of you have to wonder about is like TLD KCM. And they're, because I well, know that they're full, except for they might hire Alex back. Yeah, and but then on that, like, depending on this whole, does Red Bull KTM go three riders like they were initially planning before Brock's deal happened? So do they lose Shane, or do they does something happen there? There's a lot of like little bits and pieces that are kind of in flux right now that I think we'll see play out in the next. Probably by the next break, we'll know more of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You well, know, after Washougal, we should know. But it's it's really it's really strange right now. Like I said, because there's not a lot of spots for young guys to get on. And there's a lot of guys trying to go places yeah. on the 452. Well, it sounded to me in talking to Tyler Keith that Shane was uh, staying down, but you you seem like you not, might know something. He no, might... I, I don't know oh, for okay. sure. But with all this Malat 450 talk and all these other things, yeah, you know, I would think like maybe now is the time to do it while they have two open spots. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, it seems instead like, of waiting another year. It seems like the web to KTM thing has been fired back up. He he can't talk yet officially oh, yeah. soon, right? I would think, yeah. yeah, which I'm not surprised by, but I like kind of fifty-fifty, you know, with him kind of meshing with the Yamaha there at the end and everything. But yeah, yeah, who knows? I would think that he does go over there, but uh. it'll be interesting to see how him and Marvin play together. Yeah, a little bit, right? I mean, I know that when you want to join the Baker's factory, they all vote on you whether they want to let you in yeah. there. So I, cool. I don't see him doing that. See, I, I've heard I would, from I've heard from people close to him that he he's down with it. He's fine with it. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, which Maybe means yeah, he would know he, better than me. Well, he works with Swanepoel, and he has his own track and land and everything. And uh, so, I was surprised also, but it sounds like he's already been saying, "I'm okay with that." So, yeah. But 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 maybe they because he's invested a lot in North Carolina in the yeah. last two years. Right? Maybe they don't vote him in. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Um, hey, something about SoCal. Uh, that you might know something a little bit about uh, for just from the local tracks. Like, is Jake Masterpool, Chris Aldrich, are they going east? Do we even know? Are you aware? Well, Aldrich is probably done for a while. I broke a couple vertebrae, I think. Oh, he did? Uh, when he crashed oh, at Colorado. I did not yeah. hear this. Okay. I, I, I saw, yeah, because he weeded that bike pretty bad. He was planning to do, like, Unadilla and Southwick and a couple other ones, but not 
okay. all of them. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to do like a couple here and there. Uh, so, but I think his summer might be done now. Dude. And then for Masterful, I mean, he's a Texas kid, so yep. I think he's central to everything. So he could probably pop up wherever. Aldrich needs to stop racing. I'm sorry. He needs to stop racing. I did not know he broke vertebrae at Lakewood. And see, like, I was thinking maybe he's found his, his niche. Right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe riding the 250F on the razor's edge was what bit him yeah. so many times back then. And look how good he was doing on that 252 stroke. I was like, yeah. well, maybe he could be that guy. Yeah. But now getting hurt, I think, I feel bad because I like Chris. But yeah. Yeah, maybe it's time just to to work at the machine shop. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, all right, Anton, thank you for your time. Transworld Motocross uh, online editor. Check them out on the web and, and magazine. Change the texture of your color, of your cover, please, ASAP. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right. Um, all right, buddy. Hey, thanks for your time. You're going to High Point? No. Um, are you, you're out for Muddy Creek, right? I'm out for Muddy Creek, yeah. So you're, uh, you're going okay. to Florida to test new Huskies. I'll see you, Red Bud. All right. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Later. All right. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com for uh, all your needs for your bike or body. Please check them out. Hard parts as well. Weston Pike. Blake Baggett, Benny Bloss, Osborne. Uh, many, many riders uh, wearing Fly Racing out there. Pro Taper as well, uh, whether it's the uh, uh, clamp-on grip that they've uh, just launched or the Pro Taper Sport line, uh, whether chain sprockets, anything you need for your driver and control stuff, uh, great grips as well, protaper.com. And thanks to the folks at Maxxis, mmaxxis.com, MXST tire coming out soon. From your bike to your truck to almost everything in wheels in between, Maxxis tires will have you hooking up, pulling a whole shot, and beating your competition. And also, to the folks at Get, uh, Get, Get, uh, works part for your production machine, uh, Barsha, Alex Ray running it, uh, Cooper Webb will run it, uh, seemingly half the teams in Europe as well. Using Get, and uh, whether it's ignitions for your two-strokes or full full dual injector systems for your four-strokes, Get has you covered. Uh, let's get to our next guest. Speaking of Get, uh, from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Good, man. Just uh, staying busy. I didn't know you CC racing. What's up? I-, I wasn't aware you didn't like GNCC racing. I'm fine with GNCC racing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What, I- what I'm not fine with is Osborne. And these other jerkies going GNCC racing while they're trying to race while they're trying to race moto. Okay. Like I just think you, if you want to do that, do it when you retire. That's all. Are you upset because uh, Benoit raced some GNCCs and didn't have very good success? Uh, no, no, okay. no, no. That's fine. I mean, I, look, it's a gnarly series. It's super tough. I did a couple of them, but just focus on moto if you're Osborne or any of these other dudes. You know, just focus Fair on enough. moto. That, that's Fair all enough. I'm saying. And once he did, once he stopped riding ISDEs and GNCCs, Osborne became a three-time champion. So my point oh, has been made. Oh, that's probably why, yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to be Andrew Short after you retire, go ahead and ride across the dunes of Africa. I <laughs> uh, hear you. That is I the weirdest you. thing ever, Dan, is Andrew Short's second career <laughs> here, right? Like, uh, I mean, he has, I feel like he just enjoys riding motorcycles, and it was a good opportunity for him. And But, yes, it's I would have not pictured Andrew Short <laughs> no. uh, just racing in Africa in these places. No, no, not me neither. And, and seemingly loving it, like absolutely loving it. So, um, all right, Dan. So, hey, uh, Michael Antonovich from Transworld and I were just running through silly season a little bit. And, honestly, uh, Geico's full. Pro Circuit's full. Uh, Mitch sounds like he's going to re-sign Marty. TLD is full except for one spot, a fifth guy. Um, Star is full. Uh, Jordan Bailey and Covington will be back, will be rock star Husky 250s. Like, it's almost all done in the small class. 
Yeah, I thought Bailey's contract ended after outdoors. Okay. Uh, All right. So I, I I don't know that for sure, just, yeah. but I I think that his contract was amateur and then uh, through outdoors. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely not too many 250 spots, but there's also not many – Top level 250 riders looking for rides, I believe. Yeah, I think they're they're all pretty much on a team. Yep. Uh, Amart, so Amart, and who? <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. When you when you go down the list of riders that are available, um, I think everyone's pretty much got something. Yep. So, I I could see Phil doing pretty good outdoors on the Husky, and maybe getting a an offer from those guys to do 250 like on a you know, East or West Coast, depending mm-hmm. on how everything goes out. But yep. I think he he could end up somewhere. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of not a lot of uh, spots for these guys to go um, right now. I could see Lopes signing with JGR for next year. He's he's done for the rest of the year. He signed up for the rest of the year at Nationals, but I could see him them bringing him back. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, he seems really good to work with as well. He's really respectful. We obviously sponsor the JGR yeah. team, and and um, he's really respectful, and, and that actually goes a long ways. You know, should we, so, should we start uh, the uh, Alex Martin to JGR rumors? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't start any rumors, but uh, I, I mean, I, I, I've heard this week that uh, I did hear you guys talk about Cooper Webb. I've heard you know rumors that him and KTM are are talking, but I don't mm-hmm. know yeah. anything more anything more than that. I assume Cooper's kind of the most valuable guy on the market, really. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, I, in the 450 class. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, after that, Sealy's up. Honda's going to have a spot. Uh, Josh Grant's uh, up and may retire, so there'll be a spot there. But I expect Savachi to go there. So there might not be a ton of movement. Who would you think goes to Honda? I would think Sealy would go back, but um, I think his agent is making some phone calls around. So um, yeah. that's a good question, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I know Sealy's injury seemed worse than many thought, so I don't know if that'll affect that or not. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Bogle, yeah, so. Bogle needs a ride. Um, Dean, Dean Wilson. Dean Wilson. A, yeah. Chad Reed. There's a few people out there that could use a ride. Uh, Chad Reed. Speaking of Chad Reed, is he ever coming back, or is he just moving to Italy just permanently? Yeah, he'll be back on Tuesday. Oh, okay. He's coming back Tuesday. Um, yeah. You, yeah, we talked a little bit to you about Chad's deal. I mean, he, it sounds like at the, the worst case is he's going to race next year and do it again the way he did it this year. That's the worst case. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, he, he wants to go racing. He is coming back Tuesday, so he can start riding. I mean, he has a bike ready for him to go riding he wants to ride um he's talked about racing some of the last few outdoors you know mm-hmm. but sometimes this is just conversation i don't know if he's serious or not so he has a bike he's ready to ride yeah um, yeah you know he he told he told teams he would have filled in for him for outdoors you know i yeah. think he wants he wants to ride so. he he mentioned red bud to show australia that you know he still got it but that's coming up pretty quick but yeah he mentioned that to to get on the team for Australia. Um, let's take some phone calls here from some guys. Uh, first up is Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe, what's up, man? How are you? Hey. First, I really just want to say thanks. Uh, you know that one week without you, Steve, and oh, it wasn't the same. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it really, though, I was like looking at other different podcasts. I'm like, nope. No, oh, well, no. yeah, maybe we need to just keep doing every single week so no one will listen to any other podcast. No breaks for you ever. Yeah, because ever. We need you. Right, okay. Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, you know, I was just curious about the 2019 Kawasaki Yeah. and how they've changed it. So we all know Tomac rides front of the bike. Um, how would you change a bike to accommodate a rider of that caliber and that style? I don't think you do, you know. I think you uh, – your 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 R and D department, your production R and D department has goals that they set up for the bike. 
uh, what they want to do, what the budget allows them to do. And uh, it seems like the, the Japanese have been, you know, the Honda has kind of led the way. Uh, smaller, thinner, uh, tilt the motor a bit forward, uh, make everything lower if you can, lighten it up, of course, is always a thing. Um, and I don't think you do it for Tomac, Dan. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think KTM maybe did that for Dungey uh, in the past. They kind of build a bike around him because they wanted to win Supercross championships. Um, I don't think they built the bike around Tomac. I think they kind of went off Honda, like you said, as you can tell by, by the motor and things like that. But they made huge improvements. I mean, they didn't yeah. have an electric start. They were falling behind in that. Uh, they're the first Japanese, you know, to production have a hydraulic clutch, things like that. So, um I think they I think they made huge gains with this bike. I haven't ridden it yet, but yeah. I think it's going to be really good. Kiefer said the motor is no comparison. Very, very good motor on the bike. Um, so he's excited for it. And they went to a finger uh, valve design, like tappet design on the for the motor. So they've changed that. They don't have no buckets anymore and all that. Um, yeah. What they used to have. So they've done quite a bit of quite a bit of change to this thing, uh, Ratcliffe. So I don't very nice. Um, from initial pictures I looked at, it looked to be a little higher in the front. Would that be? Uh, I know people can change that. Yeah, yeah, you can change that. I don't know. I don't know what it is uh, measurement-wise. Yeah, I'm not sure. Another thing, I just uh, I was at Colorado Uh and I was way up on the hill there watching, and I gotta say, you know, you'd lose track of the leaders, but in the 450 race, I could always find Tomac because he was visibly faster from almost a mile away (laughs) than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, well, he really was. Yes, uh, I would agree with that. It was so. like, oh, you see that guy with the bike just dancing around underneath him? Yeah, yeah that's Tomac. Yep. Yeah, I could barely see the bright right. number one on his back, but I could find him. So you're one of the? Uh, do you go way up in the hill because you don't want to pay to get in? Is what I heard. I just really like the view from up there. Okay, the but did you pay to get in? Did you pay to get in? Yes. Okay, I heard Dan that people, if you don't want to pay to get in Lakewood, you can go around the backside of the hill and go over top, and you're like eight thousand feet up, but you you do not have to pay. That's what I've heard. There, yeah, I have mountain bikes occasionally okay. on a trail that you can see the track from during yeah. mountain biking. It, it is a thing. Yeah, but no. I've heard that. Um, okay, thanks, man. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Uh, also, too, we had a lot guy on hold. Uh, He's gone, Jonathan, about MXGP guys racing Red Bud. Uh, Jake Nichols is. Yeah, Jake Nichols is. And I've been trying, Dan, to get him on Sealy slash Craig's bike, but I'm not getting a lot of traction with that. <laughs> I'm like, just yeah. put, him on your, put him on your bike, Lars. I mean, what's the big deal? So Yeah, I think that uh, Kenny is, has turned that corner, and uh, and that's Honda's main focus right now. I don't think they're worried about, uh, you know, they don't really have a sponsor, a title sponsor. They have no, to no. put a bike out there like a lot of the smaller teams do, so... I think all the focus is on Kenny right now, just getting better, and, and but, I think he's going to be close to getting a win here shortly. It's cool that Nichols is coming over, though. He went to Canada on his own dime, got third overall, and he's coming to Red Bud because he wants to ride Destination. So, yeah, kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's awesome when guys do that. You know, we seen like Jeffrey coming over last year, and just he had no no reason to come over and race other than that he just likes racing, and and uh, I think it's cool when those guys do that. Uh, talking about hurlings, broken collarbone. Um, probably just probably just missed the one, I think. Yeah, I think with the schedule, I think he'll miss this weekend. Yep. He already got surgery. Uh, he got surgery last night, so he already got it fixed. Uh, we know that's a uh, you know Dungey did that one year and, and only missed one Supercross um, back yeah. in, back a few years back. So I think that uh, with Jeffrey, he he probably would want to race uh, this weekend if they would let him. Yeah, but. Uh, he has a 62-point lead, so even if Tony goes 1-1, he'll still have you know a 12-point lead. 
and then going into some sand tracks where he's very good at, I think that uh, he misses one week and yeah. really doesn't miss a beat. He does have some broken ribs, I heard, too, which those could definitely affect him, but mm-hmm. those two guys have been so much better than everybody else. I don't, yeah. I don't see him. Yeah, I don't see him finishing the, off the box. Especially in sand, right? Like, come on. Um, yeah, going to his home GP in Athens and things like that. I think he's just going to – he'll be fine. So when a, when an OEM releases an all-new model like how we did with this KX450, uh, you at Athena and Get, you when do you get this thing and when does that work start? Like, how does it – what's the process of that? Is it all done in Europe? Yeah, so all the development's done in Europe, and, and we have contracts with the OEMs, pretty much all of them, and uh, we get bikes early. Do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we sign NDAs and things like that, but we get bikes early to develop products because we actually develop a lot of OEM products, you know, whether it be a gasket, you know, mm-hmm. even sometimes small gaskets like water pump gaskets and things like that. So we do get, you know, maybe not see the whole bike, um, but right. we do get engines or, or things like that early yep. um, to develop products. So, yeah, it's it's actually a really cool side of it. I get to go to Italy a couple times a year and, and, and see all mm-hmm. that. Um you know, we work really close with all the manufacturers. I believe, you know, Suzuki is actually at, at Athena right now in Italy. And, you know, we're developing some stuff for the future there, too. So yeah. it's it's a cool it's a cool partnership. Do you guys develop a new motor for the RMZ250? <laughs> hey, maybe there's a whole new bike. Yeah, I, I would hope so, right? Um, <laughs> hey, so uh, does Eli Tomac's perfect moto streak continue after High Point, Dan? Yeah, I think, I think so this weekend. You know, he was good here last year. He went uh, 12-1. Uh, first month he had a crash, I believe. Um, Baggett was really good here last year. He went he went to a one two for the overall. So I do think uh, I agree with Anton that I think Baggett is maybe the, the next guy to beat him mm-hmm. or the first guy to beat him. Yeah, um, that's kind of Blake's been getting pretty good starts and and he's running up front. So Kenny was very good last weekend. So curious to see how the off weekend if he's improved and kind of closes that gap to Eli. But uh, Eli's kind of been on a different level. Um, but I think that he's going to need to get better starts because at some point Baggett's going to get a start, and if he starts 10th yeah. or even Marvin, I don't know that he catches Marvin. Yeah, his uh, this, starts have been good, not great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been good, but there's only eight, eight nine factory bikes on yeah. there. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't think he's going to start worse than really 11th or, or so. But and, um, and don't you feel like uh, the next two tracks, especially Muddy Creek and High Point, like, they're narrow in spots, man. You get a bad start, you're following some dudes for a while. Yeah, they're definitely harder to pass on. Um, yep. You know, we touched on this before. It looks like the tracks aren't getting ripped as much, which is, is good for racing and good for people that need to make passes. But uh, I still think he, like, wins this weekend. Um, his confidence is high. Um, I was listening to Anton, though. I, I think that Cowie, if Eli has the championship in hands, I think mm-hmm. late in the year, I think they they do bring the new bike out. You do, huh? Um, yeah. Just for some testing, because you know, going into next year, they would have no real outdoor racing experience going into it. You know, sure, so sure. Um, if he's already got the title pretty much wrapped up, um, you know, that's a long way down the road. But yeah. if that was the case, then uh, but, it wouldn't hurt to bring that bike out. But then I think to myself, like, okay, it sounds like he's in for MXDN. So if you bring the new bike out, do you really want to bring it to MXDN? You know, I don't know, maybe, but y- yeah, I mean, it is. Desaul and those guys going to start riding it, or are they already riding right. it? You tell me, Dan. You're MXGP plugged in plus MotoGP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they're racing it yet. Uh, oh, I mean, I know they're not racing it yet. I, I just don't know if if he will or not. You know, he he also won a GP this year, so um, uh, he did Russia. He won Russia. Yeah. 
He's um, good in Russia. He is, yeah. I don't know what the panda. The panda likes the Russian uh, food, I guess. Hey, um, Justin Hill is on 450s for select rounds only. Uh, I don't, you, you, you are tight with the JGR guys. You worked with a lot in, in the past with Get and things like that. Do you think they ever put three on the bike, or is this is this thing just until Bogle comes back, and that's why they said selected rounds? It's for sure right now until Bogle comes back. Yep. Um, but if Justin goes out and and you know puts in the results, I, they could go three. I, I believe for sure. But that's up to Justin. You know he's got yep. maybe you know some of the most talent. Uh, you know I compare him a little bit to Millsap's talent. He has so much talent. But uh, you know some days it just uh, you don't see the effort. But I do think he's been putting in the work this year, and I think he has been trying. And this is what he wants. You know, and as we've seen in Tampa. When he gets what he wants, you know, he can really show what he's got. So maybe he comes out this weekend and he's just blazing fast and, uh, you know, he's top five for the next two rounds and maybe JGR has to keep him, you know what I mean, the, the, on, the, on the 450. Okay. Uh, Eli, Marv, Baggett, uh, Barsha. Can he beat those guys? Roxon, Kenny, can he beat any of those guys? I don't think so, no. and I and I don't know that he can beat Weston either in, yeah. in a in a moto. But uh, I mean, what I have him for this weekend, I have him I have him eight nine mm-hmm. right around that area. That's kind of what my I predict right around Phil. Yep. you know, kind of that, which isn't crazy good, but it's also not bad. The only issue is is the gap between those guys and the Dylan Merriams and the next group of guys. Mm-hmm. So. It's really hard to judge. Yeah, he goes out in his first national and gets eighth. Is that good? You know, Lucrucio went out in his first national and got tenth last weekend on a privateer bike. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of judge his speed versus how he is with the guys yeah. and go from there. Uh, another guy coming, doing a change this weekend is uh, is Dylan Ferrandez is back. And we saw him win a moto last year. Can he, maybe not this weekend because he's, he's missed a lot of time, but can this guy get into overall win territory with J-Mart and uh, A-Mart and, and AP? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, he was good here last year, he, you know, 4-4 on the day. I don't think he wins this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jeremy Martin wins this weekend. He won here last year. You look who finished behind him was Zach, and obviously Zach being out. I also think Plessinger's good at this track. He yeah, won he here last year and, yep. and, you know, with the ruts and stuff. So I really think it's those three right now. Um, but then you throw in Savachi. I think Savachi has a 1-1 day last week. I really do. Um, had that, you know, he not had that issue. Um it's hard to say. I think Joey still wins races this year, and I think Forkner's getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. He was better in the second moto last week. So the 250 class is exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, yes, I think Dylan can win a race. Uh, yeah, so once he gets up to speed, you think Dylan will be right in the mix with, with the leaders? Yes. Yeah. Uh, his speed is not an issue. He just re-signed with Star, so he's got nothing to worry about. Um, I think that uh, I think Dylan does you know, battle for podiums for sure. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, and then you know I'm I'm still kind of waiting for McElrath. I'm waiting for Hampshire. Just waiting for these guys. These old the little ve- little veteran guys. McElrath starts right in the front. You're usually very excited, but I don't I don't know what's happened. Sexton. He, yeah, Sexton. Sexton starts hurt him. I mean, yeah. there's no question in that. But McElrath is. If I had to pick a disappointment for me, it would be McElrath this year. I really thought with his speed and everything coming in. I mean, even. Hangtown, he got a good start and was running with those guys. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, he hasn't really put it – I don't think he's got a top five yet. So, for me, he would be the, a big disappointment for me. I thought he'd be a lot better. Uh, let's get to Roger on one. Roger, what's happening? Not much. What's happening, Steve? What's going on? Uh, I just saw the 
trailer for Red Bull Street Rhythm, how it's supposed to be all two-stroke this year, and they yeah. teased some pretty interesting names on the list there. What are your thoughts of that? Yeah, they, well, look, they they did they they brought the two strokes in last year, the Ronnie Mack thing, an RV, and I was there. And after the two-stroke main event, people were flooding out of the exits. Like nobody cared about the 450 ride. Uh, was it Marvin? Was Marvin there? Did he win? I don't even remember. Yeah. It was Marvin. Thank God, won. What's that? Stank Dog won, I think. No, Stank Dog won the the, the two stroke. Two stroke. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying Oh, you say okay. Yeah, I'm saying like nobody cared about the four stroke. So this this was inevitable to me because they've been having trouble with getting big names to buy in, you know, Roxon and, and having Cowie there. Like nobody none of those big guys want to show up and make money and show up. So they saw that two stroke race and how much of a success it was and yeah, I mean I don't blame them. I think it's gonna be fantastic. So it'll be a it'll be a one fifteen under and then the 250 class, uh, uh, Dan, I would think Chad would be back in line for this. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really cool. Chad's in the intro video, and man, uh, the guys are. I, I don't you know have anything to do with it, but I've seen what they're doing with it, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, they're you know they're taking the one the one off event, and they're making it special. You know, I mean, I've seen that the, they're going to. Bring, it looks like it might bring Cycle News back for that week and kind of just put them to dealers with entry lists and things like that. They're just having fun with it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's uh, – I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, there's there's talk of bringing Hurlings and Caroli over, it looks like. Um, you know, they're in the video and things like that. So it would be cool. I think it would be awesome to get some guys in the racing, and, and, uh, and it's more of a fun – And I think they want to get some legends back, you know, guy older guys maybe. Um, yeah, no, no yeah, semis so, allowed. Uh, Meg, MC was on there. They even teased J Law's name. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> but did they really? Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. that was just that was just like a guest list thing. I don't think that there was any uh, any real hope in the J Law thing. But uh, yeah, but no, I, I think it's cool. It's always something different, and you know, it, it actually pays really well. I've seen the purse purse money list, and it's shocking to me, Dan, that guys don't load up and go down there and try to ride and. You know, everyone wants to bring a semi and bring their mechanic and bring 18,000 spare parts. And Red Bull's always like, just come down and make $10,000, you know? Yeah, no, no semis allowed this year. It's in the rules. So uh, you have to be in a van or a box van. Yeah. Um, so they're just making it fun. Like, it'll be old school. Um, I've, I've never actually attended the event, but oh, I, mean, cool, I yeah. hear that they, they run a pretty good program. So. They do. Uh, thanks, Roger. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like it. I applaud it. It doesn't take a lot of effort from the teams and riders to go and yet they still don't go. So, um, <laughs> Hey, Dan, before we wrap up here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, uh, how is everything at Get and Athena? Uh, you know, Alex Ray, I think he's finally grasped that he doesn't have a horn on his bike. He thinks one of the buttons is a horn. Yeah, well, he needs to figure out where the shifter is. That's his problem. <laughs> so, uh, at Glen Helen, or, yeah, Glen Helen, he's like, ah, it's just not going. And they're like, well, you're in second gear. Like, he's like, no, no. And we pull, you know, they pull up the data, and they're like, yeah, see this? It tells us what gear you're in. And he's like, hmm, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, asked, uh, I asked Jimmy Perry at Yamaha, who rides in second gear more, Barsha or A-Ray? And all he put was an angry face emoji. <laughs> But it is A-Ray, as surprising <laughs> as that is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have some pretty cool new stuff, man. We have a new data logger, which the teams are using um, kind of under wraps and stuff mm-hmm. that uh, pairs with a phone and, and kind of gives you information, and, and it's more user-friendly than, than what's out there on the market. Um, we have the new ECU for the fuel-injected two-strokes, the KTM and Husqvarna, which are awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of trying to make new things and, and things that, the public wants you know two strokes are kind of coming back in yep. a sense and uh so yeah we're still making parts and for them and a couple of our listeners have uh in, bought some big bore kits from you 
So yeah, Athena, I mean, all yeah. The Athena, yeah, all the Athena stuff. We have all the big board kits, cylinder kits, things like that. So, you know, for bikes, I mean, the last listener bought one for like a 93 CR250. I mean, we still have yeah. still have stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's how pretty many cool. current racers buying big board kits do you, Dan? Uh, for the 125 Dream Race, you would be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> You would be very surprised. There was a couple that went out for Hangtown, and I was like, isn't it supposed to be 125? They're like, yeah, I'm not going to be on the podium, so I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they, they, there's no real rule. They just said, hey, can you keep it to 125? You know what I mean? Yeah. And people, like, I don't know. Yeah, they're not going to tear it down. I get anybody. calls from the amateurs that all of our cylinders are stamped Athena, yep. uh, even if they're a standard bore. Yep. And we get some calls, hey, can you make a cylinder without Athena on it? And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> no, not how it no, works. No, we can't. It's usually the It's usually the mini dads that want the, 80, the big bore 85s. Yeah, ridiculous, everybody. <laughs> uh, right on. Well, thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. Thank you, Dan. Uh, appreciate it. Get an Athena. Uh, please check it out. And uh, if you want a, a deal, just contact us on the contact form on Pulpamex, and we can sh- pass that on. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, man. See ya. Uh, see ya. Uh, that's Dan Truman from Getting an Athena. Michael Antonovich was on earlier. Fly Race and Moto 60 show done for another week. Thanks to Maxis, Pro Taper, and Get for coming on board. Thanks to you guys for calling. Sorry we couldn't get to all the calls. Tits. Yep. Great job today. Thank you. I Great tried. job. I really tried hard today. All right. Fantastic. See you next week, everybody.